0: Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos Dafay, and dalad. We're starting seven lines from the top, two words into the line. Today's shear is sponsored, B'zchos Tzlacha, of Rabbi Freyam ben Sarah and Rivka Bal's choice. Now, this Kamar is going to be discussing the melacha of bayer in greater length. Bayer is the act of selecting for the purpose of storage, oitzar. When one selects for eating, then he will not be chai for bayer. This Kamar is going to delve into this. The Gemara says, Tanraban, when a person has food in front of him, he can choose and eat, choose and leave for others to eat. He's not allowed to do. If he does do so, he's chayav chatos. The Gemara says, "Mykam amr what's going on?" Amr Ula Ula says, this is what we're saying." He could choose and eat for that which he's going to have on Shabbos. He could choose and leave for someone else to eat on Shabbos. But for tomorrow, he's not allowed to do any sort of. If he does do so, he's chayav chatos. The Gemara asks, Mascular. Is a person allowed to bake just for Shabbos? Is a person allowed to cook just for Shabbos? It can't be. Elo, Amr says, he's allowed to do barer for less than the shear. That's less than a gragaris, less than a dried figs worth. He could do barer and leave for others to eat less than the shear. But if it's the shear, he's not allowed to do barer. Rav Yosef. asks, are you allowed to bake less than the shear? You're not allowed to do so. We know Chatsi shear is even. Half of the sheer is asr minatarah. You might not be chayvachatas, it's still asr. Alam Yosef Yosef says, You're allowed to choose by hand and leave for someone else by hand. This is not the normal way of selecting. They usually do it with a kli. But with a funnel or a large plate, if you did do so, it's butter, but it's still asr because this is still not the normal way of doing butter. But this is with a fine sieve and with a coarse sieve, this is with v'imbir fine sieve. Because that's a normal way of doing Bayer. Mask of Rav Hamnun, Rav Hamnun asks, Does our brahsa say anything about a Kanon of No, so how are you throwing that in there? Al Rav Hamnun or so Rav Hamnun suggests, When it says you're allowed to do Bayer, that means you're allowed to choose the good from the bad, the oichl from the pselas, the food from the waste. When you're choosing for someone else to eat, again, that's the food from the waste. But when you take the waste from the food, then you're not allowed to do Bayer if you did do so, you're Chayebchatas. Maska for Abayi, Abayi asks, Abayi doesn't say anything about food from the waste, the good from the bad. Rabay, says, You're allowed to do Bayer and eat it right away. You're allowed to do Bayer and leave it for someone else to eat right away. But you're not allowed to do Bayer even for Shabbos itself, for a little bit later on. If you did do Bayer for later on, even for Shabbos, it's considered like you're being Bayer for storage Rabbanin said the pshat of Abay in front of Rava Amr lehu, he told them. Shopper Amar Nachmeni. Nachmeni is saying good. Whenever the Gemara says Nachmeni, it's referring to Abaye. He was orphaned at a young age and was brought up by Rabba Bar Nachmeni. So he, as a nickname, is sometimes called Nachmeni by his adoptive grandfather. So is saying that he likes Abaye's pshat more about Bayer. A person that has two types of food in front of him. Uber uber He chose and ate for himself. He chose and left for someone else to eat. Ravashi Masni Potter. Ravashi says he's Potter. Rabbi Yirmiyah Masni Chayiv. says he's Masni Pater asks the Gemara of Hatani Chayiv Arbais it says your Chayiv if you do this the Gemara says one is talking about you did it with a funnel and a plate that's where your Pater Avar Asr but me of Difti that says your Chayiv is talking about which is the normal way of doing Bairair so it's not a stira a story about Bairair he asked Revdimir and Ravdimi came from Yisrael Omar he told us it was Revibi's Shabbos to serve the Talmidim and Revi Ami Ravasi and Revi Ami Ravasi visited the Yeshiva he threw in front of them a basket of fruits. Instead of placing the basket of fruits in front of them, he kind of tipped it over and spilled out all the fruits in front of them. I don't know, says Rav Dimi. He held that it's usher to take the food from the waste and therefore, instead of choosing the food and giving it to them, he just rolled it out in front of them so now everything's scattered and it's not considered like Bireh. Or, he was just trying to show that he has a good eye. He's very generous so he displayed all the fruits in front of them so they could eat to their heart's content. I'm not so sure why he did this. And more about baruch chizkiyah merchizkiyah says habarat to ramosu mitach pesayel es shelhen one that selects the beans from their shell chayev gizchayev lemakasaver chizkiyah oichem tech pesayel es usher let's say ichizkiyah it says it's usher to take the food from the pesayel so we say no shani to ramosim are different ein daladom a beis on the top dushal kulei shivazimni you have to cook it seven times in order to make it edible viloishal kulei and if you don't cook them with their shell misrach they become gross they just become waterlogged and disintegrate u pesayel es mitach therefore it's considered like you're taking the the waste from the food, these beans are unedible until you cook them seven times. The only thing that allows you to cook them seven times is the shell around them. Therefore, even though now, after they're cooked, the bean itself is edible and the shell isn't, since the shell itself is what enabled you to make the bean edible, so the bean has the status of psilus of waste, and the shell, in some form, has the status of food, therefore you're not allowed to take the bean from the shell. That's only regarding that, but Chizkiah does hold in other places that eichem Teich Psellus is mutter. And the gummar continues, Vah Toychen grinding, Amrav Papa, Hayman de Silka, someone that minces beats. He cuts them very small. Chaim Shim Tochen is chaiv of Toychen. Amrav of Minasha, Hayman de Solace. Silsi, someone that cuts small wood chips off of a larger piece of wood, he wants this for like firewood kindling, chayv mishem toichen is chayv for also. Amravashi, Ashi, ikap if he's very particular about the exact size of these wood chips, chayv mishem mechatech, he chayv because of cutting also. Our Mishnah told us when someone cuts the hides in a very particular size for shoes or for straps, that's mechatech, and here he's cutting these wood chips in a particular size. And now the Gemara asks, Amr of Papa, Shavak Didon Bishol Samanim, Our Tana left aside the melacha of cooking the herbs to have a mishkan that was actually used in the preparation of the mishkan because they needed the dyes to dye the curtains. and he used baking and no. Bread was baked in the Mishkan. We say, no, Tana didan, Sidur, the Pas, nokat. Our Tana was talking about the Sidur of Pas, the order of baking bread, and that's why we listed in our Mishnah. But baking bread and cooking the spices are the same, Allah. Somebody throws a wooden peg into an oven in order to dry it out and harden it. Chai is high for cooking. The pshita. That's obvious. We say, no, you might think that he's just trying to harden it. Kamash B'lon, the Cheddish is, the Rafi, that first he softens it. First the fire softens the wood, and then it hardens it. And right now we're understanding that the malacha of Bishal is when you soften a hard object by the way of fire, and that's what the chiddush is. Someone that heats up pitch and liquefies it. for cooking. The that's understood. No, you might think even the Hadri Since it's going to harden again, I might say that you're not Chayv because you didn't really do anything useful. Kamash the chiddush is, since you liquefied it, you soften something hard by fire, you're chayev. Amarava, Haimada oven Chavisa, someone that makes an earthenware barrel, chayev mishum sheva chatois, he's chayev seven different chatois. Tanura, if he makes a oven, chayev mishum shmayna chatois, he's chayev eight different karbonas. What exactly are these Yisurim? So number one is Toichen grinding, he has to grind the earth into pieces. Beirar, he has to choose the large pebbles out. Maraki he has to sift the dirt. Lush, he has to knead the dirt with water. Memachek, he has to smooth the mud in order to form a barrel. Barrel. Mavir, he lights a fire in the oven to put the barrel into the oven. And Mavashal is he cooks it or bakes it in the oven. And when he makes an oven itself, so he's chayv another thing, which is makabapatish because after his oven is finished, he lines the inside with a layer of mud, which is an insulation, and that's considered makabapatish. Now, in neither of these malachas is he chayv for digging a hole, which is chayfer, because he only needs the dirt for the dirt itself and not for the hole itself. And we already said that that would be a case where he's putter. Um, Amr Abai says, Haiman da'avid chal a person that makes a large, round reed receptacle, some sort of reed basket, he's 11 different chatois, and if he sews its mouth, means he makes a rim around it, he's have 13 different carbonis. When he makes the reed basket, so he's have one and two, which is because he both wants the reeds, and he's promoting the growth by cutting them. Three, he gathered them together. Four, he's buried the good ones from the bad ones. Five, he smooths them down. Six, and he grinds them by slicing them very thin, seven mechatech, he cuts them to a specific size, 8, mesach, which is setting up the loom in order to weave this reed basket. 9, Eyser Batinirin, which is by setting two reeds in the loom. 10, Eurig, he weaves the basket. 11, is Makkah because he cuts the stray reeds off of the finished basket. What's 12 and 13? By making this rim around the barrel, so he's chayv also for typher for sewing. And 13, which is kaisher, tying, because he has to tie that which he sewed around the rim of the barrel. He'd be chayv 13 separate carbonas for that. And Rashi explains that the reason why he's not chayv for baina, for building, is because because Ain Binion BeKalim, there's no such thing as building when it comes to making a utensil or a vessel, and over here he's making a basket, so you can't have Binion by a basket. And says the Gemara Vayter Hagayezes as Hatzemer Vamalabne one that shears wool off of sheep and whitens it. Amar Rabbi Berachano Amar Rabbi Yechanan Hatoy Vatzemer Shalgai one that spins wool directly off of the animal on Shabbos. Chayv Shal Hatoyis Chayv three different carbonas. Achas Mishum Gayezes one because of shearing. Achas Mishum one because of combing. Vachas Mishum one because of spinning. He does all these malachas directly off the back of the animal, so he's Chayv all three. Rav Kahana Amar In Darch Gziz BeKach VeIn Darch Menapets BeKach VeIn This is not the normal way to perform these malachas. Gemara this is not a normal way to perform the We have a in the name of They wash the goats and they spun the goats. The pasuk says regarding the women sewing the curtains for the mishkan. It says tavu They spun the goats. Now this seems like a very fun birthday game, but they didn't actually spin the goats. That means they spun the wool directly off of the goat's back. We see that spinning wool directly off of an animal's back is considered a normal way to do it. So why are you not chayv? The Gemara says no. Chachma shani. This is a unique wisdom, so it's different. The women over here, in, regarding the mishkan, are called isha chachma slave, a woman that has this unique wisdom of the heart to be able to do this. But a standard person that somehow happened to have known had this incredible skill, that's not considered a normal way of doing things. So he's not chayv on Shabbos. The Gemara says tanra one that plucks a large feather from a bird and clips it and pulls the hair off of it three things what are those plucking the feather is like shearing wool off of a sheep cutting it that's for cutting something at equal portions exactly how you need it that's either he would cut the feather a specific size either to stuff a pillow with it or because he wanted the stick in order to weave something with it pulling off the hair of the feather he's for smoothing out is smoothing off the animal hide taking off all of its hairs, and this is taking the hair off the feather. Akashi matir, tying out and untying it. The Gmar asks, Where was their tying in the Mishkan? They would tie the Uriahs, the curtains, down to tent pegs that were hammered into the ground in order to prevent them from flying away, so it was tied down. The Gemara says, That's only tying for the purpose of untying it because we're going to eventually untie it in order to move the Mishkan, so that's not considered a permanent tie. The Gemara says, The People that were weaving the curtains, when they had a thread that snapped, then they would tie it to the next thread, so that would stay and that would last. Rava. Rava Rav says, Okay, you've just answered where we find tying in the building of the Mishkan, but what about untying? The Gemara says, If you're going to say that if we had two of these broken and tied knots, one next to each other in the weave, so Shari they would untie one, and leave one tied because we didn't want these two. Two bumps sticking out of the weave of the cloth it's unsightly well we wouldn't do so for a king of flesh and blood each thread of the Mishkan was actually made up of six separate strands of thread so that means if you cut one of those threads or you untie it then there's going to be a significant recognizable hole in the weave of the garment and we wouldn't do this for a king of flesh and blood we wouldn't have a hole in his garment So we would do this for Hashem's garment so to speak which is the Uriah the curtain we say we say the Chilazan trappers, they would tie and untie their nets constantly to make them larger or smaller, depending on how big of a catch of Chilazan they were catching. Chilazan is a snail that's caught off the coast of Eretz Yisrael, and chiles dye is extracted from it. And these Chilazan trappers would tie and untie their nets, and that was the tying and untying that we find in the Meshkan. hatifer states fear is one that sows Two stitches, and we had said that a stitch is one in and then one out. Asks the Gemara of Kaima. that's not a lasting stitch, it's get, just going to get pulled right out. is that you tied the stitch afterwards, so then it's not going to come undone. Hakkari Almanas, for one that tears for the purpose of sewing. The Gemara says, Where was their tearing in the preparation of the Mishkan? Gemara says, Rab of they both say, on the top. If we have a curtain that a worm fell on it and then chewed through the curtain, so now it made a hole, so then we would tear tear it and then sew it. In order for it to be a clean, straight seam, we would have to tear it and then sew it. So that's Molochah and Shabbos, tearing something for the purpose of re-sewing it. Everyone should have a wonderful day.